Good morning, and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. Today is Wednesday, November the 9th, 2022, and as always, 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 I give God thanks for you, for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones, the people, places, and things that God has divinely connected you and I to for such a time as this. I want to thank you again for your prayers, um, words of encouragement, all of that. Thank you so much. They are heartfelt, and I know that it is because of your prayers and others who are praying for um, our time of grief, our time of comfort, that, that we are still holding on, that we are still making it. Um, God is a good God, right? And sometimes when we go through, um, it, it's hard to look for for the good things, right? Because we can be just downhearted with the hard things. But one thing we know for sure is that God is a good God. He remains the same. He never changes. And as the Word of God says, it, it becomes increasingly clear that there is a time to live and there is a time to die. And we are all going to leave this earth one day. Um, and when we leave here, what is it that we want that dash to be? That's what I'm reminded of. I'm reminded of the the day that we're born and the day that we leave this earth, right? We, we don't we don't we die in this world but we go on to live in eternity but then there's a dash and if you all remember that poem i think it was a poem uh if if my mind serves me correctly uh that you will be accountable right and you will have to examine how you live your dash right we all have a dash and that is the time between the day that we are born and the day that we take our last breath, that dash. And and that dash really is but a dash. And you've heard me say the scripture time and time again that our life is but a vapor. And so when you think about the steam that comes from, uh, you know, boiling tea or, boil, you know, boiling water for tea or just boiling water to cook, right, there's, there's vapor that rises, and just as you see it, it's gone. You know, it, it, it's gone. It's like mist. It's there, and then right when you go to, to really to touch it, right, it, it's gone. It's there that fast. That's what our lives are like. It's just a dash. It's just a dash. And so every day that we wake up, every day that you know, um, God gives us breath. Every day he touches us with our right hand. You know, it's a part of our dash. It's a part of the, the day that we have. And, and some, you know, we don't even know if we'll have the full day, right? Uh, we don't even know if, if you know, you're, you're listening to me now, right? I'm, I'm recording now, right? But I don't know if Tomorrow I'll be able to do this or the next day or the next day. But but what I say to you is that our life is a dash. And so how are we living our life? When we think about Jesus' life, he he died uh, in in his early 30s. And I I know the age, but just because I don't want to to mistake 
uh, his age. I just, uh, because I don't want to mistake his age, I'm not going to say it, but he died in his early 30s. And we think about the life that he lived. And early on in his life, he was about his father's business. When his, his parents didn't even realize that he had stayed in the in the synagogue where he was teaching. And and when they went back, they were like kind of like, where, where is Jesus? They didn't even realize that, that he was no longer amongst them. And when they went back and found him and he was teaching, you know, he raised, you know, should not be about my father's business. Y'all, we have to be about our father's business at all times, at all times. And you might say, well, Danita, how can I be about my father's business? You know, let's look at the life of Jesus. I keep going back to that because if we want to have an example of how to live life on what we should be doing on the day to day, we need to go back to the life that Jesus led. Jesus got up early in the morning, you know. He didn't let, you know, I'm guilty of it. He didn't hit snooze, or at least we don't read about him hitting snooze and, you know, slowly getting out of bed. He got up early in the morning, and he went away to himself to spend time with the Father, to spend time with the Father. And I know somebody might say, well, you know, Danita, I don't have the morning time. But are you making some time in your day to spend it with the Father? Are you stealing away so that you can be with the Father, whether it be reading your word, whether it be listening to your word, praying to God, not only so that you can tell him what you want and what you need, but so that you can be in fellowship with him. Sometimes it's okay just to get before the Lord and be quiet. Put you on some praise and worship music. Put on some instrumental worship music and sit there and let God minister to you. I promise you, if you sit there, that doesn't mean, you know, the phone won't start ringing or if you put your phone on the other side, you won't hear it buzzing and you won't get distracted. The enemy will do anything and everything he can to distract us, especially when we're trying to get into the presence of God. But that level of intentionality, Jesus left everybody and went away to spend time with the Father. Some of us won't even go to the bathroom without our phones. Can I be real this morning? I know some people who won't even go to the bathroom without their phone. Some people will not do anything without their phone. It's, it's like it's a part of their, their body. But Jesus left the disciples. He, he left people, and he went away to himself to spend time with the Father. If you are one of those people who have to have your phone tied to your hip everywhere you go, then when it's time to fellowship with God, unless you cut your phone off, it's going to be hard not to be distracted by it. Because you become you become used to it. 
you become used. So first thing, set time aside. Jesus had a set time that he spent with the Father. Your time may not be the same every day. Sometimes, you know, depending on life, your time might be in the car when you're driving to work. Now, you're still distracted, I'm going to tell you. But my thing is, get your time in and work towards, right? Work towards the stealing away where there is no distraction, where there is no distraction. I'm going to say that again, where there is no distraction. But start off with something. Start off with a set time that you're going to spend with the Father with little distraction. Then move to no distraction. Because for some of us, this is a process. And sometimes we're not taught that. We think we just got to put up, put our phones away, go sit, spend time with God for two hours, and then when we don't do it, we feel like we failed and we don't do it at all. I'm encouraging you, do something. Start with little distraction if that's what it takes to begin this journey. And then slowly say, okay, I've been doing it faithfully for this long, now I'm going to go here. I've been doing it with little distraction, now I'm going to go to no distraction. Schedule it. If your day is so busy, schedule it. The times that you're sitting there on TikTok, the time that you're sitting there watching your favorite show on TV or just watching mess, ask the Lord to quicken in your spirit. This is time you could be spending with me. Ask the Lord to quicken in your spirit how you could be spending that time. He will do it. There's been many a times, I'm going to be real, I've been on TikTok and I'll hear the Holy Spirit say, uh, is this really how you want to spend your time right now? And I can tell you, because I've asked God to help pull me away from some things, my time on TikTok is not nearly what it used to be. See, God is faithful and one thing that I love about God is that if you ask him, he said, if you seek me, you will find me. So when we seek God for direction, when we seek God for guidance, when we seek God for comfort, when we seek God for peace, when we seek God for joy, he said, if you seek me, you will find me. God is not like the game of hide and seek where we're trying to find the other person, and they dodging and running and hiding, and sometimes we can catch them, and sometimes we can't. And if they make it back to base, we just, you know, we got to seek them all over again. God is not like that. He just wants us to press. He just wants us to show a little bit of of interest in the relationship. See, one thing I know, you and I know about a relationship, when you're generally interested in somebody, there's some seeking. There's some seeking going on. You letting them know that you're interested. And even if they don't return that call that day, you're going to call them back the next day. Or you might give them a couple of days and then you're going to call them back. If you remember if you're married or married, you know, for a long period of time, Think back to that stage of dating or of courting. When you were interested, man, all day long, calling, texting, don't let a day go by and, and, and y'all not talk. 
You want to know where you been? What's up with you? You know how you do? You you want to know all of that? Well, see, that's how God desires to be with us. When we let too many days go by, when when, when we spend time to, with Him, He's like, "Where you been? <laughs> what, what's been up with you?" Even though He knows, He wants to hear from us. If I'm in a relationship with somebody, I don't want to hear you tell somebody else you missed me. I want to hear it from you. Even though I might know it, even though I might feel it, I want to hear it from you. So what do you do? You steal away. You find time to spend with the Father. That's your first point. Seek and you shall find. The Bible says knock and the door shall be opened. He's the only one that opens doors that no man can shut. And he's the only one that closes doors that no man can open. I love you all. Have an awesome day. Bye-bye.